On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we end our adventure with Pokemon Legends Arceus. Nintendo is closing down the 3DS and Wii U eShop, no longer allowing customers to be able to download or purchase games in the next year. Does this upset us? And Capcom has released a countdown clock. What's it counting down to? Find out what we think and find out what it is on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Welcome to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. Remember, it's the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks you want for Madden League, and all the good stuff you come for in the video game world. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. We got some stuff to talk about. Oh, wait, before we get to it, because I actually kind of want to talk about this. This is sometimes out of the norm for us, but I kind of want to bring it up without spoiling it. How much did you guys like the uh, the conclusion to Peace Peacemaker? Peace Walker. Peace Walker. I was gonna say. Peace <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great, man. Like I, I I like thinking back. Like I don't. There was no like weak episode. Like uh, every one of those episodes had was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, it was, it was a great series through. I mean, season because they got renewed for a second season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it it was. Yeah, it was it was really good. Like, yeah, who, I don't know what what it's gonna what's gonna happen next because it kind of like they could have easily ended it. Yeah. Now and just been been done with the one one season series, but like I'm pretty excited to uh, as to what they're gonna do next. I thought it. I, I don't know. Like during this whole season, I just appreciated uh, James Gunn's writing. Because there is never, and not that it's bad when some shows are like, oh, this is obvious, you know, that's not bad. Sometimes it's it's fine, it's okay, but I can never guess what was going to happen next. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like that, oh, yeah, a lot of people do that. Sometimes he would avert your expectations and then kind of like, oh, that is, that's smart. And, you know, it might be similar to something you've seen before, but there was just a lot. I really appreciated his writing and he's really good. He's gotten really good, uh, better as he's done a lot of stuff from even his earlier films. Of just he can make characters that you can be like, man, this is gonna be this fucker's gonna be annoying, and you're like, I love him. He's the best thing in the show, you know. So yeah, I, I just really appreciated that, and and um, there was a reason to the show because I think a lot of people saw like Peacemaker, that guy who John Cena, fucking from that um. From the fucking Suicide Squad movie, you can give him a show. Why give a, give other people a show? You know, give Harley Quinn or whatever. You know, but even in the movie, the Suicide Squad, John Cena was great. So I don't know. It, it was just it was good. I liked it. I also hate when people want to get. I, I it's gotten annoying when people want to give like the biggest fucking star of the show of the, of a movie or something or one of the bigger ones. Like, yeah, that's what we need more of them. And it's, yeah. I think it's, no, it's like you want. You, yeah. you want the secondary characters to kind of, or like, you know, like just underneath characters to have their own shows to make them more, to build them up. Don't give fucking, it's funny like that. I mean, it's kind of basically like 
I wouldn't call it a secondary character, but it's basically yeah. kind of along the lines of what Marvel and Netflix did in the beginning, back in the day when they started, when they did those series, you know, there was like yeah. these characters, some of them, well, Daredevil was well known, but still it was like, oh, wow. I, I, I'd like to compare it more to like, uh, um, Suicide Squad was like Happy Days, and then, and then this was like, who's the bus? <laughs> <laughs> the spinoff, yeah. <laughs> there, I think Peacemaker makes a better show because it's not like a character like, you know, like let's just say Harley Quinn. You're like, well, okay, I already know who this character is. So I've seen multiple stories of yeah, her. Exactly. And if you get someone who you don't know, it's just you just don't know what's gonna happen. It's fun. It's fun to not know. Those are not burdened by expectation. There you go. And like you're saying, like you know, if it's a character you know, they're gonna have to do certain things that you already know is gonna happen. And then everyone's gonna complain. That's not how the character is. They ruined my favorite character. <laughs> A.K.A. everyone bitching about Boba Fett. He wasn't a character to begin with, so haha, you idiots. I like. I really like that. Like everybody, everybody is like they're very. They they run them like very human. They're like realistic three three dimensional characters, but everybody is is really stupid. Like a, like <laughs> like everybody like they're all they're all really good at certain things, but they're all really kind of stupid also. Economist is going so fucking great, dude. Yeah, dude, that fuck. Like, yeah. He's so smart, but such a fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah. All, it was all great. of them great. Yeah, it, it was yeah, all I, great. I don't know anyone, you know, that's funny, I don't know anyone that didn't like it. So, I mean, that's promising. Yeah. I'm sure someone will come up with a problem, I mean, of course, but I mean, I was, I was, it it was like a joy to watch. Every mm-hmm. episode that came out, I was like, cool, mm-hmm. let's do it. It's real weird. You know, DC, you know, the, the, the movie franchises that they have or like what they're doing. It's so hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But they have been hitting more on the stuff that you would like the B, like the B they, level stuff. Not their A tier shit. They've been hitting a lot more. Huh? They've been hitting more on stuff that isn't Zack Snyder. Pretty much, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that. But yeah, Peacemaker. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you don't have HBO Max, get HBO Max. Check it out. They also have the Friends reunion and the Harry Potter ones. Check that oh, out too. Oh god, no! You didn't like the first one. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get to it, Beto. Hey, sup? finished Pokemon because these stupid fucking games have true endings so uh, uh, um, I'm, I'm still gotta get through it but I liked it a lot I'm so, I, I've been playing more of the uh, uh, extra stuff to try to get the true ending but yeah it was it was a lot of fun um, there's definitely some stuff that isn't great that they need to work on but all in all it was a uh, uh, a, a great game very enjoyable it really i haven't played a game that's kind of like hooked me like this in a long time nice and uh, um but yeah I, uh i played that um oh yeah I, I was talking to jesse about this that i'm treating this like a like a poke like a pokemon like a uh animal crossing where i'm just gonna be picking it up here and there to play it 
like for like 30 minutes do like a couple of requests missions um just so i could complete it because i still yeah I, even though i finished it pretty much uh, i'm still trying to get the, the true ending but even though i finished it i still i still get the urge to play it so mm -hmm. i'm i'm that's that's pretty pretty dope that that they for, that for me they made a game that uh i could pick up and put down easily and just do little bullshit things here and there to uh to progress a little more into the into the game um but yeah that's pretty much all i played i mean i, I played madden but i still like i said last week i'm just kind of going through the motions trying to f figure out like how what i'm gonna do with it but yeah that's that's pretty much it for me why you joe it's helpful i haven't done uh shit outside of uh play madden i i have actually been fucking really busy um changing like i said I'm, I'm moving into a different position at my job and it is requiring me to use but oh i would say like a good 90 percent of my fucking brain and my eyes are now staring at a t at a computer screen for most of the day although i was looking at computer screen most of the day but like nick you're watching i'm gonna go over having to go over like no but like no <laughs> um, having to like cross reference uh, spreadsheets and shit like that, and it's just a bunch of new spread stuff. Cheeks, like, what? Spread cheeks? What? You're spreading cheeks spread all day at work? Oh, Excel. Oh. Jesus. You're spreading extra large cheeks? It's stretching it, Jesse. Whoa, whoa. You'd be <laughs> Anyways, so I've been really stretching tired. it all the time at work. And I'm now, uh, my, my hours change, so I no longer work from uh, 8 to 4.30. I'm now 7 to 3.30, which I didn't think was going to be a huge change, but man, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. Nicer to get out a little bit earlier, although I haven't really gotten out earlier this week. Because I've been, like, uh, I've ended up having to stay a little uh, like, later, but uh, I'm, uh, I've been just really fucking tired. Like, I've been just basically playing, just doing the bare minimum, just making sure I play my my league games, but I haven't really had time to play anything else, nor really the desire, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm sure once everything, once everything gets, I get a group going, and I think it's just, I'm, I'm stressed too, because I, I don't want to do bad at this. Like, it's a, it's basically, like, honestly, it is, I'm, I'm leaving, like, 80 to 90 percent of the things that i've done for like the last 20 years i'm taking only the stuff that i just took on recently when i when i first got my um kind of like that little bump in pain like a little promotion thing and i'm not transferring to something completely new so it's almost like a brand new job i'm just lucky enough to do it at the same place i'm at so i've been pretty fucking um it's stressful like and just trying not to like get anxiety or make myself feel like I'm gonna fucking fail because um, that's always like how I, I get I feel like with something new but it's been so long since I've had to do something new with work so I'm just thankful that it's at the same place but yeah like I'm, I'm moving out of my department like my boss for the last 20 years is no longer gonna be my boss I'm gonna have a brand new boss and it's just like it's fucking weird <laughs> it's really weird um so yeah I've just basically been playing uh the bare minimum playing the games still kicking ass in our leagues i don't think anyone's gonna fucking stop me not not anyone not Bethel, that's for sure because i gave up huh i gave up i know you did 
You're still gonna play your user games, all right? Yeah. Just keep doing that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, I, I still, I, I'll sit. And actually, I, I actually talked to Dave, and Dave's like, I because I was talking to him a little about that, and we were talking about his brother, who's like, quit like five times, but that has said he's gonna quit like five times, but still hasn't done it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as I. And I think Dave was saying, like, he's like, yeah, if you want to just, he's like, if you want, if you want to just sim your play your your season games, he's like, I don't care. He's like, he said, it's like player user games. He's like, the only thing is, is he's like, the last three weeks of the season, if you don't play, he's like, I'll probably give losses because I don't want to. He's like, I don't want to reward a play, yeah. you know, like someone to come to playoffs. So, so yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I still, I still play my user games, my user game, my computer games. But I'm just like whatever about it. Like I try different stuff. Like, uh, but I like once some bullshit starts happening, I'm just like yeah, whatever. Uh, and then I, I'll if I start getting blown out, I just fucking sim through it. I'm like fuck it. But yeah, I'm still. I mean, I'm still gonna play. I, I still like playing the user games because those aren't really that much bullshit. But uh, as far as like trying to make it to the to the postseason, if I make it, I make it. If not, whatever. I went ten and seven. The the the. the first two uh, seasons of our league and won the Super Bowl I'm 7-0 and right now I fully believe I'm probably going to go undefeated only to lose in the playoffs this time <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty good I heard he is yeah yeah, yeah. he fucked me uh, up Bengals beat him though so I was like oh okay so I mean I, I know he's so not, I, like I, unstoppable I, I didn't adjust very well too to his because he kept doing like some cheesy shit kind of but uh, I just what wasn't was doing right to it uh, like rolling out or just going a lot of crossing routes or just waiting for coverage to break down, and then you fucking like uh, playmakers and shit. So yeah. I haven't really had a whole lot of time, or you know, to do man. I've actually I haven't fucking had time. I don't even. I I'm so I've been so busy, like working on shit. Like I don't have time to like I normally would look on like stuff up on my phone, like current events or even like gaming stuff. And I'm like, this guy's like, fuck, man, I haven't I haven't looked up shit. I don't even know if anything happened this week. Oh, we will so, be talking about that for sure. All right, good. Jesse, what's up with you, man? I also beat Pokemon Legends Arceus, and I had a good time. Don't want to talk too much about it because I've talked about it for the past couple of weeks that we've we've done it. So I really uh, want to get more in depth about it. So a little surprise for everybody in the near future: me and Beto are gonna do a whole spoiler cast. Of Pokemon Legends Arceus. So stay tuned and hear what we have to say. Because we got things to say. We got things that are going to make those Pokemon fans either smile or cry. Mostly going to cry. But I did enjoy what, what I played. It's a cool direction. Can't wait for more. But yeah, had a good time. Right here, guys. I would have I right now been talking to you about like, whoa. Guys, I got King of Fighters 15. This is how I feel about it, but unfortunately, I can't tell you a single thing about King of Fighters 15. You know why? 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 I get home from a long day work, long day of work, and uh, I wanted to stream it. I, I was really excited to stream King of Fighters 15. Jump on there, kind of play a bit, and then go online. My TV died. Ugh. My TV. Oh. Dead, dead, dead. Now. I looked it up and I was like, okay, what does the floor flashing red lights mean? And someone's like, okay, you got three options. First option, completely cold reset your whole television. All right, did that. 
Okay, cool. All right, it reset that. All right, cool. Just hit settings. All right, it's been 30 minutes. Everything's cool. Cool. I'm gonna take a quick shower. Took a shower, came back. Red light, flashing, flashing, flashing. Tried it again. Uh, the guy, the or what I found online was like, you gotta do that five times if you, it doesn't work the first time. I did it six times just to make sure. Still the same thing. And then they were like, second option, uh, open it up. Pretty much you can go online and just look up your television, what model. And sometimes those could be anywhere from like 30 to $300. But depending on how much you want to spend, sometimes you can spend, let's say you spend 80 bucks. It might not be the reason why your TV's messed up. So it's kind of up to you. And then third option, the most unlikely option, completely replacing your panel your actual screen panel and he said by the by the time you do actually get to that it's gonna be cheaper just to buy a new tv there's no point no one really replaces those panels anymore not a lot of people have access to it or have someone to be able to replace it so after doing all that being fucking bummed because king of fighters is right there and i want to play it i've been waiting all day started looking up what new tvs i could get so I did my research. Uh, I've, there was one I was eyeing for a while, but it was a TV where I was just like, you know what? This is this is a TV I don't want for a while. But I'm like, I don't want to buy a TV that I'm not happy with. So I got a new TV. And by the time we recorded this, I had just set, started setting it up. So I haven't fully gone through it. But now I have a new TV. And now I can go back to playing games. But this whole process... It was annoying because the TV I wanted that I was like, okay, I'm going to buy this and I only want this because it's a good TV. It's good for gaming. I wanted it for gaming. What, what kind of TV? It's an LG OLED. Great for gaming. Yeah. Nice. Go big or go home, I say. How big? How big is screen? 55 inch. I got the same one as me because I could, I, I looked at it and I'm like, 55 inch is what I already had, but I'm like the room I have, I couldn't go bigger if I wanted to. If I wanted to go bigger, there's no way I would have had to shift so many things. There's no way I could go bigger. Um, but yeah, but it was it's fucking it, that shit's annoying. I don't know. I was just like, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys usually feel about TVs or when that shit happens to you. Yeah, it fucking sucks. My my backlight. Got fucked up, so it was like half of the screen was dim, or a third of the screen was dim. Mm-hmm. Like the following week, the fucking the a second third of the screen was dim, so it looked like shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I I got a cheaper TV, but it's it was still uh, an, an upgrade from what I had. Yeah. So yeah, wish I had more more stuff to talk about in video games, but I I. I don't have the King of Fighters information you guys want to hear, which is a bummer because I was really fucking stoked to play that game. Did you did you find the one you wanted? The uh, was it the Omega? No. No. Nothing went up. Yeah, it was only GameStop. Yeah, it's if I fucking knew I would have gotten it. I, I just thought like, oh, it's gonna be everywhere because no one said it. No one said it was fucking exclusive. But uh, I'm gonna keep looking. I mean, I have it, so I was just like, if I do find it, I was gonna see if you wanted my copy of King of Fighters. The Omega one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Somewhere beyond the sea, 
somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sand and watches the ships that go sailing somewhere. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Netflix is going somewhere beyond the sea after it announced it will be producing a live-action film based on Bioshock. In a tweet, the streamer announced that it will be partnering with 2K and Take-Two on a live-action adaptation of Ken Levine's popular immersive sim set in an underwater city that was meant to house the greatest mine on Earth before descending into chaos. The Hollywood Reporter says no writer or filmmaker is currently attached to the project, though plans for the movie have been in the works for almost a year. Beto Joe in the height of the opening of Uncharted right now with video game movies. I think I, I heard overseas so far it made like 25 million. Just the overseas stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But either way, what do you guys think of this Bioshock show happening on Netflix? Show or was it movie? Show or whatever on Netflix. And what do you think this means for video game movies, even on the heels of a new Sonic 2? It could. It could. It could, because of the ongoing search to Netflix, it could be really, really cool, and it could also be really, really bad. I don't know what to expect anymore with, when it comes to quality. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it really does for movies. I mean, because it's not like the first time, like, I mean, we're just being hit movies based on yeah, on games and shit like that nowadays. It's, it's kind of a common thing, so, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think anything, I don't think it's going to change anything. EA has said that a report about an internal discussion regarding Battlefield 2041, which apparently cited Halo Infinite and COVID as contributing reasons for games failing, did not correctly reflect the tone of the meeting. EA has reportedly admitted that Battlefield 2041 failed to meet expectations of our players in an internal meeting and blamed the failure of the game on factors such as Halo Infinite's launch and the ongoing COVID pandemic. According to a report by X-Fire, EA held an internal company-wide meeting to discuss Battlefield 2042, where executives spent over 20 minutes examining what went wrong with the game's launch. Chief Studio Officer Laura Mill reportedly emphasized that it's important to acknowledge when the company has its misses, including Battlefield 2042. One of the factors that Mill apparently mentioned was responsible for Battlefield 2042's problems is the Frostbite engine, which had to go under a massive update. This update reportedly sucked up 18 months of development time. It was basically a new engine. The report quotes her as saying they went back. The Frostbite version they were on was so old they had to go back and update. So it was basically putting the game on a new engine. Also speaking about the work from home environment as a result to COVID-19, the impacted in the development cycle midway through. So with that information we heard about EA talking about Battlefield 2042. What do you guys think? I think it's bullshit that they're still blaming fucking COVID for for this uh, for for making shitty games. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's 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 an old excuse now. I mean, it, there's been a lot of there's been a plenty plenty of great games that came out during COVID. So it's it's kind of a a bullshit reason for that. And and especially coming from EA, you know what the fuck they're 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 just spewing bullshit all the time. So fuck that. And I think one of the things that I'm probably you're gonna bring up, Joe. And something we've talked about this show over and over and over again. Like, look, 
You're gonna blame Halo? Hey, Halo's on one console. You're on multiple consoles. Two, you said it yourself, and I think the biggest factor, fucking Frostbite engine. Yeah. You're using an engine that doesn't work that much anymore. They said it was an old engine, and they have their cells to blame. Because EA as a company is forcing that because they don't want to pay to use Unreal or another engine that someone has created. They want to do in-house engines to profit on that. But what happens is it affects them in the bottom line. And what happens? Their game comes out and it plays shitty. The online is shitty. And that's what fans are excited for. And it's word of mouth. They, like, they heard that people were saying, like, dude, it's broken. And you as a fan, even if you're the biggest fan, even if you're a Battlefield fan, you know that happens a lot. And you're like, dude, not this time. How many how many fans went, yeah, I'm going to wait until they fix it. And what happens? It took a while until maybe they're still not fixed. But, like, it's just companies blaming other things and just like, oh, it's, it's because of this. COVID. It's because Halo. It's like, hey, man, yeah, Halo came, but Halo is kind of different. It's different circumstances. It's on fucking Game Pass, you know? But anyway, Joe, were you gonna say anything? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I could say a lot. Listen, I make no bones about it. I, I am a fucking uh, iPad. I, I line EA's fucking pockets with money. I have my my basically my my vice, and that is Madden. But you know, I'm not gonna defend the state of that fucking game and again a lot of what you're saying is true especially the, when it comes to the frostbite engine and then forcing shit onto everything um they you know <sighs> battlefield has had fucking issues since battlefield 3 battle that's how far back we've gone mm -hmm. when battlefield 3 came out it was bro it was basically broken back like on ps3 P fucking you know and and or oh, was it three or four i don't know they were all fucking broken it was really bad <laughs> They're all, yeah, there you go. It was for them. But, they, but it was like... Yeah. And it always seems like they need to make one every fucking year. Or or, or just the... I, I mean, I don't even know where to go with this one. I mean, all, they didn't even have to make a fucking multi... They didn't have to make a single player for this. You know? And it's like, them blaming... Yeah, and I, like Beto said, I'm tired of people blaming them, blaming fucking COVID and all the conditions. They just... It's an excuse for hamstringing your development team forcing them to have to like come up with something in a in a, a ridiculous amount of time with under circumstances that are just shitty you know what i mean like yeah really bad you know and i here's the thing i don't blame i don't i put zero blame on the developer mm -hmm. i think they're trying to make the best game that they could fucking make but under the circumstances they're being set up to fail just and, like the Madden developers, dude. Just, sure. Always, yeah. Sure. Um, you know, and it's like, it's like um, EA is going to have all these fucking meetings. They're going to, well, look, it's this and that. And it's like, they're just going to beat around the bush. And they have themselves to blame. The executives to blame for fucking putting this kind of, for, for forcing their, their workers to fucking work under these kinds of like, you know, I don't want to say conditions, but like with these kinds of like, setbacks and just being like yeah figure it out mm -hmm. and then still fucking having the the gall to fucking sell this broken fucking monstrosity of a game to um to the people you know there's a reason there's multiple reasons why call of duty is still number one yeah and it ain't 
And, and, and there's a lot of reasons why Call of Duty is number one without really having changed their formula much. One of those big reasons is that the next game, their, their, their primary fucking competitor, can't get their shit together to release at least a game that is playable and can be playable months after launch. It's these are this this like every year we hear about a battlefield coming out that's so fucking broken that it is not like you know I was surprised that Battlefield One actually was like the least broken. <laughs> Even though there were still issues. It was like, well this fucking thing's playable on day one. It had a campaign and I was like, what? It hasn't frozen or anything. But then like I think the next one had issues and, you know, four had issues, and you're just like, you know, this one has issues, you know, like, it's been months since it's released, and it's still fucking dealing with shit. And this is the same song and dance. We heard the same shit with Anthem, same shit with fucking all these other games that come up. You know, but hey, they want to keep doing this. Cool. They're just going to continue to not be number one and continue to fucking, you know, like, chip away at the fan base of a, of a series that was well-respected for a long time. Yeah. That, yeah, in my opinion, Battlefield ain't Madden. You know, like, Madden <laughs> has the... No, 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 here's the thing. Truth be told, Madden has the built-in fan following of people that love the NFL. I think right? I said it more as in, like, uh, uh, a studio trying to do the best they can with the most uh, with limited amount of resources that they, they no, don't no. have, you know? I'm just saying, in this case, it's like, it's like Battlefield, like, they have Madden, right? But there's yeah. no other football games, and, you know, even though we're going to get a non-7, oh, but... Yeah. You know, and and they have the added uh, the added fact that this is a, is Madden is based on the NFL, which is a real sports league, and it's a fucking like you know monstrous like huge. So people are gonna buy it no matter what. Mm. So they always have that. So like, I don't think there's ever gonna be a day where Madden will fail because of that. Yeah. You know, it's just and that's why they can they get away with so much bullshit there, right? But here, I feel like this is the same thing because it's like people have choices here there's yeah. plenty of shooters people can get you know and like if they ever wanted like you you know they're looking to fucking chip at call of duty's fucking um it's all base yeah. They're, they're, yeah and they're never gonna do that mm -hmm. call of duty will continue to be number one because you know what call of duty <laughs> for all of its issues generally whether it's day one or a couple of weeks later gets their shit together and creating is has a game that's at least playable you know, yeah. and and people rely like will trust on that rather than deal with you know whatever fucking uh, uh, fucking uh, monstrosity that should have been fucking shot in the head <laughs> that EA releases year in and year out and just slaps the battlefield tag on. But hey, that's what they do, you know. Nintendo will close the online stores for its Wii U console and Nintendo 3DS handheld in late March of 2023, the company announced Tuesday. After those stores, called the Nintendo eShop, shut down, it will no longer be possible to make digital purchases for the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS family of systems. The Wii U and 3DS eShop closure also means that game demos and other free content will no longer be available to download on March 2023. While that 2023 date may seem far off, Nintendo will make it more difficult to purchase games and other content from the Wii U and 3DS eShop in 2022. On May 23rd of this year, Nintendo will end support for adding funds for a Nintendo eShop account on Wii U and 3DS using a credit card. And on August 29th, it will no longer be possible to use a Nintendo eShop card to add funds to an account in Nintendo's eShop on the Wii U or Nintendo 3DS. Nintendo said it its support in its support after the March of 2023 shutdown for the foreseeable future. 
Nintendo also says it will still be possible to re-download games and DLC, receive software updates, and play games online on the Wii U and 3DS. Nintendo acknowledged those concerns in a FAQ with the following questions and answers, which it deleted from the support site after the notice went live and fans called it out. Once it is no longer possible to purchase software in the Nintendo eShop on the Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS family of systems, many classic games for the pa past platforms will cease to be available for purchase anywhere. Will you make classic games available to own some other way? If not, then why? Doesn't Nintendo have an obligation to preserve its classic games by continually making them available for purchase? Across our Nintendo Switch Online membership plans, over 130 classic games are currently available in growing libraries for various legacy systems. The games are often enhanced with new features such as online play. We think this is an effective way to make classic content easily available to a broad range of players. With these libraries, new and longtime players can not only find games they remember to have heard of about, but other fun games they might not have thought of otherwise. We currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. The Wii U eShop offers more than 300 games via Virtual Console in North America, while the 3DS offers 191. What do you guys think of this announcement of Nintendo closing their shop? This is it's like the uh, the Mandela effect of, of games. I, I kind of thought that it had already been shut down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I read this cool thing on Twitter. This guy was a... Uh, he was talking about the reasons why Nintendo did this, and he was saying, like, look, I'm not trying to be biased on anything. I'm trying to give everyone, like, the facts of why, because he works, he works in IT, and he under understands how all this stuff works. For Nintendo to to constantly support or, or keep the online shops going, they have to completely change a lot of shit, because as technology goes forward, as technology grows, they have to constantly update old software to be up to date with what's currently here now that's not something easily done it's something that costs money and either they spend the money on doing that which is very expensive or completely just shut it down because if they just leave it alone because a lot of people said well like why don't they just leave it alone and then just have it up you know like leave it alone have it up and just maintain it here and there he said that's not financially viable and that them not constantly updating it or bringing it, it it's more dangerous not doing anything because then they could hack people can hack people can hack the accounts people can hack the network and that leaves people's accounts information vulnerable and nintendo vulnerable and it was it was a really cool thread he had on twitter and it was like oh okay this is a money thing and this is why and it's a lot of work for them to to not maintain it but you know a lot of fans uh have said that it's it's kind of frustrating that it's only been 10 years and a lot of stuff that they purchased or have online, they won't be able to access it later, you know? So I see a lot of the, the I understand a lot of the complaints on that, so I can kind of see both sides of the situation. But what do you think, Joe? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it, it's a, it was going to happen eventually, right? Yeah. They were going to stop supporting all this stuff. It, it, it costs money. It, it's just a thing that, you know, they can put that re those their, their resources elsewhere to this, the more current stuff. So it's like, yeah, you know, you can't can't go on forever it's true it can go on forever but let me use this as an example joe i think right now with microsoft i think they're headed in a in a spot where everything with game pass everything with digital purchases everything you've seen that they've done with 360 um 
I noticed when it came with games, especially downloading, I downloaded a ton of games on Xbox 360. A lot of Xbox Live Arcade games, right? A lot of that did not transfer over to Xbox One. And that's what made me kind of like, during the generation of the PS4 and Xbox One, I bought less digital stuff and bought more physical stuff because of that thing not being able to transfer over or me being able to play that title on my uh, current existing console, right? Now, no one promised anything. No one said like, oh, this is, this is for sure guaranteed going to happen. I feel, and I could be wrong, I feel from Xbox One going forward, I think we might have that thing where Microsoft is more conscious in, hey, whatever I'm going to buy now is going to work on everything going forward for I don't know how long. So that, that kind of worry that I, that. yeah, that kind of worry I have with the 360, I don't think I'll have that worry going forward. I could be wrong, but I think that's where it's going. But for me, I think where a lot of people have a problem with Nintendo is, yes, that guy did have a thread, and he had the thread saying, like, this is why it's not going to be maintained, right? But Nintendo could at least, hey, if you ha- if you purchase this stuff, you can pr- purchase it again on your Switch. It's just not going to be an easy transfer over, of course, but pretty much like, oh, hey, yeah, this is what you bought. Here you go. You know what I mean? You, you get what I'm saying? We're going to leave this old shit behind and have it work on our new network, right? But Nintendo's not doing that. And a lot of people feel like they're losing a lot of, uh, of stuff. And keep in mind, after these closed down, Wii U 3DS, a lot of games going forward, if I want to play a game that I can't download like on that console, I'll have to go to the secondhand market where someone's going to be selling phoenix right and professor layton for two hundred dollars where i could download it right now for 30 so a lot of people are like if there's a game you want download it now because those prices are going to go up after the, the it closes right i think a lot of people are mad right now because of game companies not caring about video game and their and their video game legacy keeping games of in some form or another available for consumers to be able to purchase Instead of having to go through a legal means of illegal downloading. Do you think companies should provide a service to have customers be able to purchase games? I don't know. Uh-huh. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of shit involved with that that can get kind of di- not di- like it'll get dicey, but <sighs> basically, I, be- I mean, like I know stuff like Tony Hawk. That's fucking that's a license nightmare, right? But I, I'm talking more like. Nintendo's legacy of games like dude I can't I can't fucking play like download every Kirby game like I want to I'll give you the ten dollars I'll give you the fifteen dollars because if I want to play Kirby if I want to play Kirby on the Game Boy Advance and I have to buy that shit that's like a seventy dollar cartridge like you don't have that option for me like I want to give you money but I have to download it illegally which you Nintendo you don't like I'm using Nintendo as an example because they don't like people downloading it but you don't give me an option I want I want I will give you money it's no different than I feel like the music industry when Napster happened and uh, BitTorrent and and uh, LimeWire and BearShare or whatever. Like once the music industry got its shit together and like, hey, Apple Music, Spotify, fucking Apple Store, iTunes, you know, people paid. You know, people are yeah. paying for that shit. You give you give us something where we can pay you and, and they will. People are still download there's shit. always. 
there's always new music coming out. There's no 3DS games coming out that are new. Like, how many times can you buy uh, a game on the on the on the shop? What on the shop? It's, it, yeah, it'll be like it'll be too difficult to maintain. It'll cost them a lot more money to uh, to maintain it than to actually keep it up to for people to buy stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, but like an option I, to play it another way. You know. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think too when it comes to Nintendo. I don't think they care. Oh yeah, they know, don't to a degree. That's yeah. that's 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 the biggest thing. Uh-huh. It's it's no, it's it's um to me that's that's one of the bigger things. It's like they don't care to do that, mm-hmm. and, and you know they don't, but they also don't want. They don't want people pirating their games. I know that. However, they're still not going to just be like, yeah, let's get all these games and make sure. They don't care. Okay. They're, they're not going to do that. And it's, you know, it'd be a perfect world. It'd be great if that, it, what you're saying yeah. would be fucking fantastic. It would be amazing. I just don't think they want to, they're not going to put their resources or spend, uh, you know, the money to, make that happen and to upkeep that like Bethel mm. was talking about I don't see it happening it'd be great if they did it would be awesome 100% you know? I, I think you're, you're right, right. Yeah. With, X, with, with Xbox I think you are right I, uh-huh. think. I even they even remember when they first uh, came out with the um, Series X and these and, and the and the S there was this whole like this one game initiative where it's like yeah. one purchase one like basically you own it over any console that you play on so I think you're definitely right that at least for the time being, Microsoft's on this, you know, this quest to yeah, you get the game, you play it on whatever on anything, you know, that we that we currently um, support all of yeah. our consoles that we support. I mean, you can go great. forward, you can't go back, as in meaning like yeah, meaning like you can't get Halo Seven and it works on your Xbox One. It's like nah, calm down. But if you're you know Master Chief Collection, you can play it on the Xbox, whatever they call the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so you know in that in that sense like yeah Nintendo has no they don't have to support anything they don't have to get they don't have to right they're a company yeah. they don't have to Don't get mad if people want to get your game they have the only option is download it legally that's all I'm saying Don't put that Bowser kid in jail for 3 years I don't know a lot of people in the community right now are like upset which I understand uh and so a lot of them are just like yeah fucking just homebrew your console and fucking download it legally because Nintendo doesn't give a shit. If they yeah. don't care enough to keep it up, then why should you care about fucking illegally downloading all the Wii U games you want and all the 3DS games you want? Which I am neither... Third-party controller podcast is neither condoning or uh, saying that it is okay to you, do that. You, you keep us in the fucking... <laughs> you keep us out of that goddamn... <laughs> Listen, it's like that thing, though, like where it's like, you know... If they're, you know, it falls into that whole thing where it's like, well, if they're not going to do this for me, do I, like, if, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, it's like, if milk is too expensive, should I just steal it? Yeah. And it's like, you shouldn't. You know, you, you want to be on the up and up. You you, you don't want to have to be forced to do that. So it's like, but we've all done it. You know, here like we've all fucking either stolen music or, or gotten uh, ROMs or, I mean, we've all fucking. I think for like anyone that's De- played games or in this, anything has done that at one point or another. You know I mean? Demo discs from the PlayStation. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. I mean, we all fucking take them, take them from the from the rip open the the plastic and take them. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I do that all the time. I write it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, years ago, I do that right now. I still do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. You shouldn't. You're right. 
the, the you know like if they're not going to do it they should support it they they should they shouldn't have an issue with it but they do mm -hmm. and it is still technically you know whether you want to say it is or you know whether you want to kind of you know toe the line or not it's it's still it is stealing you're taking something of there that's, that's not yours and i mean it's like you know so i mean i go i say hey man if you want to do it like we've all done it there's an inherent risk to it yeah <laughs> and you know good luck hopefully they don't catch you but it's proven that nintendo is a spiteful entity and they will fucking take you down so you know Nintendo's like that. Nintendo's like that pissed off dude that'll fucking if they see a baby that's like really happy they'll pinch it in the leg so you start. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, Gamespot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to Three PC News. We'll be back after the break. So, gentlemen, Capcom has launched a new website that is teasing an announcement for next weekend. The countdown page was, gives no further information as to what it may be for. It's set to end on February 20th at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Now, on this recording, when everyone hears it, we will already know what it is. So what I want to do right now is I want to talk a little bit about it, not too much, what we think it might be, and then on the day it gets announced, us do a quick talk about what it is and what that announcement is, okay? Um, so just just to let you know, because this was people already have kind of said things. The time this was ha is gonna happen was around originally the time when uh, Capcom Cup Street Fighter Capcom Cup was gonna end. So just a lot of people were saying that. So, but anyway, Joe Bethel, what do you think it might be? the countdown for for capcom i mean we already we all kind of know right what it's gonna be another lost planet game oh lost planet 4 taking it back to lost <laughs> dino crisis dino crisis <laughs> a lot of what people are talking about is it's probably gonna be street fighter 6 that's a conversation um another thing is a lot of people are saying that it might be the Resident Evil rumored Resident Evil Four remake. What what would you guys like, Joe? You just said Dino Crisis, but would you be stoked if there was a Dino Crisis announcement? No, nah, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything you guys want, or what? What do you think it is? Do you guys think it might be Street Fighter Six? Do you think it might be Resident Evil uh, Four remake? Capcom versus motherfucking SNK Three. Three. That's what I want. E. You know what? Hey, uh, what if it's? I mean, yeah, that's dope. But Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Eh. Um, I, I, you know what? I was. Thinking, I would accept that. That's fine. <laughs> I was thinking this. What if it's Capcom just doing their version of a direct, and it's it? They started off with Street Fighter Six, and they're like, that, "Oh cool. wait, that's not all. Resident Evil Four remake, and oh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom, and then they go and one more, and 10K. 
versus Capcom or Capcom versus N10K three. You know, you know damn well that ain't gonna happen. Jesse. No, that ain't you gonna just happen. ruined it all for all of us. You've just no. you've just put a curse, a hex on all of us. Oh, uh, don't you put that except for Street Fighter Six, because that's more than likely gonna happen. Yeah, Resident Evil Six. Um, so I mean, <laughs> Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil Six remake. Oh, uh, yeah, Resident Evil Six, that. Street Fighter remake. Six. So that might be the possibility. No, That's what Resident we think. Evil Resident Evil Six. They're gonna redo it. A remake. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. They're like, we're gonna do it this time. We're no, gonna, no, no. We're you gonna do it right. Gonna do? Huh. I want them to remake Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> Wait, Seven's already good. No, we're gonna remake it though. We're gonna make it even. Already, we're gonna make it new even. Stuff out now that, that we can make it even better looking and scary, and we're gonna just make it. We re, re, no. re, re, did it. No, they're like we're gonna make it not as scary, so Joe can actually beat it. He's not scared. That's true. Joe's not gonna That's be true. scared. The little girl's scary. Um. So yeah. So what do you guys think? Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I'm more than likely yeah, but I mean, it'd be cool if they just threw a fucking curveball and did something completely different, like another Dark Stalkers or something. Oh yeah. Um, I, hopefully it's not like something like, hey, we're opening a new Capcom online store and everyone's like, ah, yeah. oh, you fuck. Or it's the canceled Mega Man game. <laughs> oh, the wait, the universe one where you can make your own games. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, There's a few. There was that one. And then there was the Mega Man Legends, Legends three or something that was. Canceled no, not the Legends one. It was the Mega Man. Uh, it was <sighs> the Hunter X one, like the hardcore, like Metroid Prime one. That's a thing, too. Okay, you didn't hear about around that time. I think some people who worked on Metroid Prime were ma- it was called Mega Man X or Hunter X, and it was like this hardcore, like dark over the shoulder. It was because of the craze of oh, fucking yeah, Gears yeah, of War. That. Yeah, pe- like fans Mac were just Muscles did one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? And a yeah. lot of people were like, "Nah, dude, this is like <laughs> shit." Yeah. Um, nah, which one is it? Uh, yeah, it was Mega Man Universe thing. The universe where you ma- it was basically Mario Maker before Mario Maker came out. But then is that it what never it was going to be? Huh? Yeah. Is that the, what it was going to be? The universe was basically you making Mega Man levels. That would have been cool. Yeah. And then they like, so, all it was was the claymation. Was, but we got the trailer for that. That's the one we got, that was the trailer for. We got a trailer for it that was like claymation or something. And then it showed yeah, like okay, Mega Man. Right. And then Mega Man ended up doing the Hadouken or looked like Ryu doing Hadouken. So people were like, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah, it's create your own level thing. You know what would be cool? Huh? A Mega Man 99. <laughs> Like Tetris. Oh, but Mega Man? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's interesting. All I know is you're going to have some people that are upset and some people that are not going to be upset. But let's go to future Joe, Jesse, and Beto to find out what it is right now. All right. We're from the future. But when you listen to this, it's the past. But our past selves... We are the future, but the future is the past. But people who are listening are the actual present. I'm confused. Did I confuse myself? Uh, <laughs> uh, you've done that before, though. Have I done it? Okay. Yeah. I, well, I've made that mistake, or I've confused myself. No, like you said, like pretty much that same exact thing. I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> we are here, everybody. But Joe is currently not with us. As you heard in this week's episode, he's a busy man. He's got work-related stuff. He wasn't here to jump on and talk about what Capcom finally announced after the countdown clock finally hit zero. What happened, Beto? Nothing. Yeah, because people were waiting. Because <laughs> it still yeah, waited. 
No, I was saying they, they waited like a, because there was a, like the last match going on. Uh, so it, it just took a while for that to, uh, for them to get to it. But it's funny, like the countdown said, um, it had pretty much finished. Uh, and it took a while. It took like 30 minutes for that to, uh, for the final match to finish. But what I, I saw this morning, I wanted to check because, uh, before I went to sleep and the announcement was done, that countdown was still counting at one. Like oh. it still had like one hour left. Oh, really? And then I checked this morning and it, it still had the same thing up until like after I got out of work today. Uh-huh. It finally showed that Street Fighter 6. Ooh. But, like until seven in the morning, it, it showed a, uh, the countdown. But they announced Street Fighter 6. So that's, that's cool. but what was okay? What was your reaction when they announced it? We'll talk about the other thing they announced, but I think the main thing, what everyone was thinking, or what everyone kind of assumed, but because it still they were waiting for Capcom Cup, the last match to end, it kind of seemed like it became obvious what it was going to be since they were waiting. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? Seeing it, what what did you think of the announcement of Street Fighter Six? Uh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it, it's it's just a really quick tease it didn't really show anything but uh i mean it just pretty much to um pretty much to catch people's interest but it's still i mean it's it's fun i mean ryu looks fucking real sexy <laughs> uh yeah it was a quick tease like you said and more information coming this summer and they showed ryu as you mentioned and he looks very different graphics wise the 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 image looks more i would say a bit of some realism and they also showed luke who is the last dlc character for season for the last season of street fighter 5 um with that the look of it what do you think of the look of street fighter right now right now this is just a tease but uh what do you think it's cool i mean it's, it looks different it looks mm-hmm. like they said i'm a little more realistic uh I'm, i want to see how that's going to work yeah I know it was just a quick tease, but I remember I was streaming Resident Evil Code Veronica when it happened. Then I watched it, and then we just started kind of getting in the chat a discussion about Street Fighter Six and what they should do. But before we kind of jump more into what we're hoping for, what this kind of shows for what our expectations could be, one thing I want to say, and I think everyone's kind of in agreement about what was shown, the logo looked shitty. Yeah. Even when they showed that logo, you know what you know what my mind went to when I saw that? <laughs> if EA didn't suck and they kept the EA big franchise going, like of NBA Street, it seemed like a logo yeah. for an NBA Street. I don't know why. Like my <laughs> first thought, like it could have been a, a design logo for NBA Street. Even though it said SF six, I'm just saying like it could have you know, it looked like something out of out of that. It didn't yeah. seem very Street Fighter. And the only reason why I think they kind of went that route was to kind of to kind of tell people like this is different, you know. And I'm like, okay, I mean, it kind of got across graphically that this is different, but I really do hope they change the font of it because it just looks very generic. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It doesn't catch. Yeah. Besides the graphics of the game or how how the present how everything was presented, I think was sold really well, was presented really well, and then you see that logo and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the only thing I don't like. (laughs) You know, like, it looked, I don't know, it looked really bad. So hopefully Capcom changes that. But, uh, what are you hoping? What are you hoping for Street Fighter Six? Even though, again, it's a quick announcement, visually it looks interesting. A lot of people are talking that 
it, I don't think it's been confirmed, but it might be the RE engine. So that's pretty neat if it is. <coughs> what we can go on is basically just pretty much assumptions. Yeah. But what are you looking forward to? What what with this now official announcement? Because again, this isn't surprising. It's like even though it's not a yearly thing, it's like, oh, are they going to do another Call of Duty? Are they going <laughs> to do another Madden? You know, even though those are yearly franchises, and I know that, yeah, that is obvious. Capcom doing another Street Fighter is obvious. It's just, when is it going to happen? You know? Yeah. Um, what are you wanting? What are you expecting? What are you hoping to see when they announce more information in the summer? Um, obviously, the roster. We want to see more. Who's who, who's gonna be in, at least in the starting couple of uh, characters that they're gonna the, come out with? Uh, but more importantly, I feel like they need to come out with like a good campaign mode mm-hmm. compared to like five. Five was terrible. Like like you see like memes. I think it was it wasn't even memes. Like there's like facts that like, like babies would fucking beat it like with, uh, oh, yeah. with just hitting single buttons. Uh-huh. So it's, so that kind of was very disappointing with five. So I'm hoping six has a, a more of a uh, a a good campaign, but challenging campaign like four did. Four, four was four's campaign was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Um, so I'm hoping for that. Obviously, the online you're gonna want to to have a some good online matches on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that um, one thing I also I really enjoyed doing on in Street Fighter Four was trials. Trials are all a, a lot of fun. They're really challenging, uh, and it also helps you um, kind of get things like. Like work on things, like work on combos and stuff. So that's really, really helpful with the using the trials. So I'm hoping there's a there's a long trials uh, um, list for each character. Mm-hmm. During our conversation, when they got announced, you had mentioned wh- who, what character do you want to see in this? And I was having a hard time thinking of it, just because I feel like every character I've enjoyed has at least come out in something in the past decade. Yeah. The only thing I could think of is that I'd like to see something that came from another Capcom franchise that makes sense in that world. Again, I'm not saying something like, hey, Dante from Devil May Cry, because then that kind of crosses, you know, Marvel versus Capcom level of of character uh, uh, appearances, which in a way that would be okay. But I'm just saying more something that would make sense in in that world, not to be because I think in fighting games, special guest characters, whether it's from that company or another one gets attention from the outside public people who aren't casual um, fighting game fans but for this i would like to see either something from a capcom franchise that makes sense in the street fighter world or um just new cooler new characters but a lot of people are so hesitant on on like i don't i don't want this i don't want this new character even people with like luke like i don't fucking want this guy he's lame it's like Okay, but like, wh- like then that kind of falls into the, the realm of like you know if you're into comic books, people just want more Spider-Man, Iron Man, Superman, yeah. and it's hard for people to bring in newer characters, and very rarely from time to time new characters can come in, but they have to kind of happen uh, uh, naturally, yeah. you know. So it's it's a, it's a hard balance in any type of medium to do that type of stuff. But I would like to see. Newer characters that kind of change up gameplay styles. But again, I'm, I'm also the one where it's like, dude, I want to see, you know, you're like Abel, Adon, fucking um, DJ, Balrog, 
just all these other characters. Like, yeah, you want your traditional. Like, Zangief has to be there. Dalsim has to be the Bison. You know, like, we're, the characters that we constantly, constantly get all the time. But that's what made it so hard for me. But, like, even uh, Armika's tag partner in the wrestling. What you so you found out her name? What was her name again? Oh fuck, I forgot. Anyway, her, her her tag partner like, oh that I would like to see. I don't know if she's ever been in an fighting game. I know she's always been like sometimes Armika's kind of like assist something. I would like to see her transition into being an actual character was one of the things I thought that would be really fun, you know? Yeah. Just even like side character something, you know. But yeah, with with a lot of um conversation now being on street fighter 6 and the anticipation you have the new look hopefully re engine again I'm, i don't want to confirm it if it's not because i don't know at this time we don't know uh but you like the look of sexy ryu with the beard right yeah and do you think that's a good look for ryu i, I mean I, i'm pretty sure they're gonna have like alternate um uh -huh. Carry on the alternate, uh, um, what do you call it? Skins. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Like, we had that sexy Ryu in was Street Fighter 4, was it? Yeah, well, I mean, no, it, sexy it, Ryu was in five. That's when it happened. Five? Okay, yeah, yeah. So we had, I mean, they had him there before, so I mean, it's not really, I don't, I don't see anybody complaining about that. I think it, look, I think it looks cool. It kind of looks Mexican. <laughs> Anything else on Street Fighter 6? Just hoping for a good launch. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's important. With everything how Street Fighter V came out, like Street Fighter the game that Street Fighter V is now was not the game we got at launch. Yeah. And that was during a time where Capcom as a company they were having they had huge successes with the resurgence of Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter Four coming back and like how it got popular how much popular it got, how it like the fighting game scene like grew really big like we that was like a time where you me and joe all got really into street fighter us and our friends running tournaments doing stuff like that that stuff was really fun and and the expectation of street fighter 5 was something where you felt like this is going to be the next best thing and then it just like you said it it just fucking was lackluster it didn't have any content didn't have anything and as time went on Street Fighter V became a better game, but that involved the next five years, DLC, and the consumer, the player, to spend the money to make it a better game. You know, yeah. yes, the company, Capcom, did an overhaul, and they're like, oh, shit, you know. But they were focusing at the time, which I hope they, I'm sure they learned, that they focused too much on the hardcore fighting game community, and that's who they shouldn't have tried to focus on. They should have focused on everybody. The casual yeah. player, but also make it a game where everyone could play, but you also have the hard... The hardcore players are gonna fucking learn the game, get into it, and fucking just... No matter how much they usually bitch about, like, oh, why are you making it easier for newer players to come in? It's like, you have to. You have to have new yeah. players come in. And, dude, and if you're good, you're going to learn it. And even if these new players, and, again, there's probably a lot of hardcore players who are just like, no, you're wrong. But, you know, this is how I look at it. I got into it a lot, and I'm not a hardcore fighting game player. But how I see it is, even if you give a leg up to a new player, you should be able to counter everything they do because you know the game better you will learn it faster 
So any advantage they have, if they beat you, it's because you, not like you were not good, but you doubted them, and you kind of have to kind of be on the on the defense, usually how it is in fighting games, you know? I think with how Capcom was, the, the success of Street Fighter 4, and the failure that was everything that was coming after that, with Street Fighter Cross Tekken, them just assuming, throwing all this other shit, DLC on the disc, all that stuff, to having a bad couple of years in the beginning of the 2010s, that now Capcom has transitioned into a company where they're taking risks, but smart moves that are actually benefiting them. Coming out with Devil May Cry 5 and do it doing really well, coming out with Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise. Capcom right now is in a projection where they're doing really well. You know, Mega Man 11 did really well. They're doing good. Street Fighter 6, I think, is going to be going up there in in that doing well. We'll see. I think they have new blood coming in. They know the mistakes from the past. But what's really important, especially right now, is that Street Fighter 6 has to do good. Because going forward, if they don't make a good product that people get into and that is is favored, we're not going to see any other fighting games from them. This is a, Street Fighter 6 is now going to be a test of if Capcom will continue the fighting game side of their, their company. You know? And it's all, all on Street Fighter 6. Now, a lot of people will say, well, what about Mario versus Capcom? What about Capcom versus SNK? Like, people want that. And yes, Capcom hears it, but if Street Fighter 6 doesn't do well, they're not going to invest in those other games. They We can't get those unless Street Fighter 6 does well. And I'm not saying, like, so you got to go buy it no matter how shitty it is. If you want Mario versus Capcom, you have to buy it to, to fund this. No, 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 no. Capcom has to sell us. They have to make a good game. Yeah. They have to do well. It can't come out. It has to have a robust single player, but also online multiplayer. Enough content to warrant the sixty to seventy dollar how much they're gonna charge for this. It has to warrant that. Capcom has to, and they know that. All right, they know they have to do that. They confidently have to put out a product going. This is the best. And but they also have to sell it to us. But if it doesn't do well, that's on them. But then we're not gonna get this other stuff. And again, I'm not trying to say like, so you got to buy it, so we get this. No, 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 no. That means Capcom is fucking up. How they're going, I don't think that's where it's going to go, but we still have to get Street Fighter 6 in our hands. They still have to sell it to us. From now until we get more information in the summer, till now until whenever this game releases, whether it's this year or next year, they have to sell us on this game. If they don't, if it, if it doesn't do well, it's on them. But what sucks is then we don't get all this other stuff. That's yeah. what sucks. But again, I'm not saying I'm not saying not to, not to you have to buy it for, for other games to come out. I'm just saying they have to make it worthwhile because damn, Street Fighter Five was such a bird. It's a better game now. It is. But fuck. I, I still I still remember how I felt when I got it. And how, how like disappointing it was. Yeah, they, they have to cater to every audience like they did with Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter like Street Fighter Four is it was it was easy to pick up for anybody. Yeah. So, uh, but if you if you wanted to get good at it, you can get really good at it. Yeah. yeah. 
what's most good about four is that anybody can pick it up and do well mm-hmm. and have fun. So that's that's why like the important thing is like the single player mode, so people can like yeah, it'll it'll grab people, uh, grab people's attention by having a good uh, single player mode. Mm-hmm. There's still not stuff confirmed. We don't know if this is an, another exclusive, like if it's only for PlayStation. So we don't know if they're making a PlayStation, PC, Xbox, and for all we know, a Switch version. It it could be possible. So a lot of that information again is not going to be till summer for that to happen. It'd be cool if it was like on multiple consoles. You know, uh, I think I don't know. I, I'm I, I want to say that it will be exclusive again to PlayStation because PlayStation will fund it. But maybe it'll be a multi-platform game because I think you can't, especially with how how not well-received 5 was, you need to have everyone be able to play it. No barrier in entry. And also kind of have not only good netcode, but, you know, cross cross-platform play would be great. But again, we won't know if any of this is going to happen until summer, so we won't know. But it's pretty much basically speculation. countdown clock went down like they, they, they the clock was was winding down and we had to wait a little bit more there was a game talked about before Street Fighter 6 before the announcement of Street Fighter 6 there was a game before that because they said we have a couple of games to talk about and everyone was like oh a couple you know Capcom announced Capcom fighting collection it is a game coming out this year on June 24th and it's a collection of Capcom fighting games which have Darkstalkers the Night Warriors, Night Warriors Darkstalkers Revenge, Vampire Hunter 2 Darkstalkers Revenge, Vampire Savior, Vampire Savior 2, Red Earth, Super Gem Fighters Mini Mix, Cyberbots Full Metal Madness, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Hyper Street Fighter 2, the Anniversary Edition. These are all games in a collection. The total is gonna be $49.99. These are all gonna be playable with multiplayer online components every one of these games is going to be able to be played online rollback netcode for the first time you're going to be able to play red earth which was never available on a home console all of these games with training mode all the bells and whistles this looks like a great collection the box art is pretty freaking dope but this was something that was announced of a collection bethel what did you think of it yeah, man, it's, it's, I've never, like, I've never even heard of uh, Red Earth, and I want to try that out, because, I mean, it, looking at it, it looks, it looks like a cool game, but what, what, what I'm pretty excited for is that, what was that robot one? Oh, uh, Cyberbots Full Metal Madness? Yeah, that thing looked crazy, I want to, <laughs> I want to try that out. I play that one, that one's cool. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, it's cool that they're all going to be online, uh, all of them are going to have, a, uh, practice modes, right? Yeah, practice modes, training modes. Hey. Uh, it, what? Uh, yeah, there was so much stuff that was like talked about in this that I was like gonna write everything down, but I'm like it's so much. But I mean, basically, the big stuff is rollback netcode for online, which is massive. 
which yeah. is, and for every game. Because at first I thought, shit, is it only going to be like four games? Because I remember with the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, they they ended up like, hey, all these games, and like four of them are online. And then the online shit was, it, was, it sucked. But luckily it's rollback netcode. So, dude, if you've played a game with rollback netcode, it is night and day, Bethel, from what Capcom has used before. Like, they yeah. had a good... I want to say they did rollback netcode for Third Strike on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, but I could be wrong, but they had a very good online component to that one. But um, the the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection was a good collection, but damn, the online was choppy as hell. Like, it sucked really bad. But it, again, if you've played with rollback netcode, Bethel, it is so night and day. My cousin Janice, we, we'll play games online against each other on PS5. But something like we play the new Soul Calibur 6 and like it's it doesn't have the rollback netcode or any really good online and it's kind of like choppy here and there and it, it kind of like yeah you could feel the lagginess you could feel like oh man okay I missed that or you know I'll I'll win and then it's just like oh that sucked because I could tell like it was so delayed like it doesn't feel yeah. good like there's some people who don't care but like, yeah I won that you know but I'm just more like ah, I felt like it wasn't evenly matched kind of thing you know but yeah. Something like the Power Rangers fighting game, Battle for the Grid, that has rollback netcode. We played against each other. Jesus, dude, it was like she was in the room with me. Oh, really? That's how freaking awesome it was. Like, it was yeah. like rollback netcode's insane. So I'm really excited for for this. I can't wait for all this to be playable online. Well, what do you think of this collection? Yeah, man, it's 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 exciting, dude, because it's like you know, this get all of, honestly, all except maybe like two, two or three games I've never played before. Mm. I'm pretty, I mean, all of them, a lot of them are dark soccer games, but still, like, I've never played a lot of dark soccer games. Um, but yeah, man, it's, I'm pretty excited for this to come out. So, especially because I've never played a game with a rollback, rollback netcode. That's how fucking long it's been since I played a fighting game online. Mm -hmm. But, or maybe I have, I don't know, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, I'm, I'm pretty excited for these, uh, these games. Yeah. I know what I said earlier about Street Fighter 6, and I said, like, this will determine if, if Capcom is going to continue their fighting game. Any other fighting games after this, like Street Fighter 6, is not received well, doesn't do well. I think their fighting game division will not go forward with investing too much on newer titles, right? And I know I said don't buy Street Fighter 6 just for that. They have to sell us on that. But I will say, if you do want a Darkstalkers in the future or any of these games, I think this collection is to test out because Capcom's going to see everything we do. So if a ton of these, I mean, there's a lot of Darkstalkers, so the advantage is going to be not fair, but they're going to see how many people are going to be playing online on all these titles. If a ton of people are playing Darkstalkers, then they prob probably will greenlight a Darkstalkers quickly after Street Fighter Six. Um, if Red Earth does really well and they see people really enjoying it and the feedback, this is all this is all marketing shit, dude. Like, if they see people getting into Red Earth, they might want to do another Red Earth. Cyberbots, Super Gem Fighters, any of these games, besides mainly like the Super, you know, Street Fighter stuff, th this is a test to see what people are interested in. So this is a title. If you want a Darkstalkers in the future, you have to, you don't have to. But you're going to need to buy this to sell Capcom on investing in Darkstalkers. If you want a Darkstalkers, you have to support this. And that's what sucks. because And it's all business, dude. All companies do this. It's it's shitty. 
But again, this is also something where they have to give us a good product. And because this has rollback netcode right now, this is good because that means our online won't be shitty and then people just drop it. Because people are going to drop it. People are not going to deal with how shitty the netcode is. But right now, it seems like it's going to be really great. If you want Darkstalkers, you can't just say, Capcom, give us Darkstalkers, but not buy anything that they released that's Darkstalkers. Because they did that with the PS3. They released Darkstalkers Resurrections, and it didn't do well. And they said, you know what? Not a lot of people bought it. That didn't show us that people want one, so we're not going to do it. But again... That was married in a ton of other stuff where they did announce a Darkstalker. They had a teaser trailer at Comic-Con one year, remember? Yeah. But because of the not really great success of Street Fighter Cross Tekken and all this other stuff, they dropped everything because it's like, okay, this is doing really bad. Darkstalkers didn't sell, so people really don't want it. Okay, we're not going to do it, right? So Street Fighter Six still has to prove it, but... This is telling Capcom that you want something in the future with these other fighting game franchises. So yes, I know what I said, but this is this is really important. This is the one like if you want to, if you want some of these titles to come back and have a new entry, you kind of you do have to buy this one. But again, they have to make a good product. So if it's like not playable, then like yeah, don't buy it. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what you what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about that? I mean, um, yeah, like it makes sense that like they're, they're definitely gonna keep an eye on the on the sales and like on the amount of times certain games get played, just so they can uh, uh, figure out what they they can do next. Maybe not should do next or will do next, but see if there's any like uh, um, openings or for any sort of like uh, uh, opportunities to make another different type of uh, fighting game that isn't a Street Fighter game. So yeah. I mean, it's hopefully it does well. We could get uh, more fighting games. I'm pretty sure. There is talks with with SNK. And, you know, people might be interested in a new Capcom versus SNK. And then, you know, they released the Neo Geo, you know, fighting. What was it? The Fighters Champions or, or, or you know, the little chibi ones where they fought the against card? each other. The, no, yeah. They did the card one, but they also did. The, they released the, the regular fighting game, the actual one. And I think that sold really well. So that shows both. It's, it's not just for Capcom. It's for both companies. They go, okay. Now there's talks. Again, it's not like, okay, next week we're going to start making it. No, it's, it's fucking talks. These take forever, and then it's all decision, and then figuring all this shit out. But stuff like this with customer engagement, customer purchases, customer interactions, this is how this stuff gets greenlit and made. Support it. But again, I'm not saying buy crappy collections that everyone reviews and goes like, yeah, this is actually horrible this doesn't run well you know like i'm not saying that but like again it, it is a huge thing like if you want another dark stalkers you need to buy this like you need to um but yeah i mean I, i'm yeah no the collection is cool and i'm dude this this gets me excited because it's like capcom fighting collection you know if they do a capcom fighting collection 2 and have all the 3d like if this is a good test and this sells crazy then they do a number two and that has like rival schools, Power Stone, you know, all the 3D fighting games. Because then that would be another test for Capcom. Like, oh, do people actually want this? You know, like that would be cool. I don't know. I, I have a feeling that they're probably going to, if they do well, they're probably just going to do a uh, collection every five years, which is different games, like a 40 year anniversary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that might be the next one. Um, I was watching a Maximilian stream and he was talking about, he was kind of joking, but also kind of like actually like, Serious, but I said like, they, if they can't do like a Marvel vs. Capcom game, 
or anything like that. SNK versus Capcom. He's like, uh, they should just make a Capcom versus Capcom. It's like yeah. just a bunch of the, the, like a Cap, like a Marvel vs. Capcom style game, but just a bunch of different fucking uh, Capcom characters. You know what? That sounds cool. Like yeah. Capcom fans will be like, "Fuck it, dude!" Because then, then you they they can put whoever they want from their their entire library of games. They could put a ton of stuff. The shitty thing is, your casual gamer, your person who doesn't buy a fighting game all the time, who hasn't followed it, will go, "Why not? Why are they doing Marvel's Capcom? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't want nothing but God. I want fucking Iron Man. What the fuck?" Like they don't, they won't know. Like, yeah, that it's hard to kind of do that. Like, if because how how like tight Marvel could be with some of their licenses. Because that's not an easy collaboration. They have to follow everything Marvel wants to do and, and not do. You know. But no, a Cap Capcom versus Capcom, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Shit, man. I was even talking to you about it. Like, I just want them to. I want Street Fighter Six to do so well, right? And fans, I, I sent you this this artwork. Like, fans want Armika to turn heel. Yeah. In in Street Fighter, uh, and for people who aren't used to the vocabulary of, of actual like pro wrestling, uh, turning heel is when a good character, like a good guy, turns bad. So that's yeah. going heel. And uh, what's it called again? It, it's the the good guys are called what? I forget. Babyface. Is that what they call them? Babyface. Yeah. Babyface, or they just call them face. Yeah. Okay. Face. That's what I see. Face and heel, and. Mm-hmm. and it's funny that game I got Rumble Roses. It tells yeah. you who's a heel and who's a face. Oh really? Yeah, and I'm that's like, cool. oh, that's cool. But um, they want Armika to go like fans want Armika to go heel so that she has like a different look and and kind of change that like have that uh, uh, combination of wrestling, uh, lingo and stuff into the Street Fighter world. And I was like, that's cool. But then I started thinking about it. And I just want them to bring Saturday Night Slam Masters. But like <laughs> yeah. now, but have like a fun. Because like you even mentioned it too. Like we just want a fun wrestling game. Yeah. You know, just something fun. And I was thinking, dude, you can have Haggard. Zangief could be a fighter there. You can have Zangief yeah. and a bear. That's his tag partner. And then <laughs> you can have all these fucking wrestlers. And, yeah. and you know, Armika's partner. Like who's who's like now because she went heel. She, she She's the, the face now. And they, they compete with each other. So there's a storyline. Like that's, that can't happen without all this shit going well. You know? So this is like a future ever if it ever were to happen. But like... Capcom right now as a company is is doing things. They're not releasing like multiple games a year. You get a few. You know? And so like it, it sucks because everyone wants this and that. I get it. Like I, there's a ton of shit I want. I want rival schools. I want Darkstalkers. I want this. But realistically, a lot of these aren't going to happen. To wrap all this up, to wrap everything, the Capcom Fighting Collection. I was actually thinking this after everything had, had played out. I was like, this is good that this was shown first. Capcom Fighting yeah. Collection. Because a lot of people were negative about, oh, wow, an announcement for the actual announcement in summer. And yeah. I'm like, I get it. I get I get that disappointment, like more info, info in the summer. You know, we didn't even see gameplay or anything. We just have to assume that, again, that's the RE engine and that's in-engine. We have to just assume that that's what it was. For all yeah. we know, when we see the actual gameplay, it will be completely different. We won't know till summer. But I think starting with the Capcom Fighting Collection first and then this tease of Street Fighter was kind of the good way to go. Because if you just started with Street Fighter first, I don't think anyone, would, everyone would have been freaking out uh, but not really paying attention to the Capcom Fighting Collection. But then kind of going like, oh, that's all that was. 
Yeah. You know, it's so it's it was done pretty well, but I understand people's disappointment with it just being a 30 second teaser. I get yeah. it, you know, but I think that kind of leaves the discussion because then we talk about it and everyone starts talking about it uh, as we go on. But I think, especially now with how the internet is, how we get our information, I think they should slowly start drip feeding shit just to keep the conversation going. Yeah. They probably won't because they'll wait till summer, but like even just an image here. You know, fucking, you see Chung Lee's buns, like her, not her butt cheeks, but her hair buns, <laughs> um, to just kind of get that conversation continuing, because I think people will just forget about this. Yeah. And, and like, I'm like, where we're recording this, probably, probably by the time this releases, everyone will kind of already settled down on talking about it. I could be wrong. This is cool, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to a good Street Fighter Six. I really am giving Capcom the benefit of the doubt that this will be a full-fledged release because you got all these other games like Guilty Gear Strive shit. The new King of Fighters 15 has a huge... I streamed that last night and people who didn't really know that King of Fighters 15 was out, like I go to select my character and the first comment was like, shit, that's a huge roster. Like it's a giant... That, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. a giant roster. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, that's... Before we go, that's one thing I wanted to ask. Does Street Fighter Six need to have a, a huge roster, or should they start small with a, a, a like a 10, 10 people roster? Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of hope it would start with a huge roster, just so you want to pay for so much DLC characters, because that's what they're gonna do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, at least I don't know, from like anywhere from twelve to eighteen characters would be fine. Mm -hmm. um, and then just expand on that. But yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a, a decent uh, amount of players. Uh, from from lunch yeah it's it's hard man a lot of people say like too, too big of a roster could overwhelm people and people won't have time to to get used to it or find their character too little of a roster won't be enough like it's it's a weird balancing act but it's also hard because so many things have changed in gaming not yeah. just fighting games but just gaming and how people are just kind of getting their content or how they're experiencing their games like how how often will new characters be released? And I mean, again, we won't know this stuff, but it's a it's a kind of a weird balancing act. And I don't know if one or the other would be the right or wrong choice. It's hard. I don't know. Yeah, something that would be neat, but they would they would not do this anymore. Um, part of it is because people, companies want to make money, and I feel like a lot of also customers don't really have the patience is to release a small amount of characters, maybe like eight to ten. Mm -hmm. And then play through each character, and you lock, unlock like another six to eight characters just by playing the game. I want to say, dude, a few years ago, I would have told you, nah, dude, that's lame. But because of Street Fighter V, it would give you something to try to earn. Yeah, you just know, like four four did that. That's why. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah, four did that. But then again, I don't know if that will work. Any, I I would say do it to. You can have that argument where it's like oh, they're just padding it because they don't have that much single player content. You're making me having to get perfects. I have to have a I have to have a perfect run just to unlock Zangief. Like why? You know, like like yeah, that's why can't I just play it? It's 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 just I like that in games. Don't get me wrong, I like it, but like, is that something where would it piss off somebody if it's like, hey, you can earn this? Or give us a two bucks to unlock it. Like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, you'd have you'd yeah. have that. But then in a world with Fortnite where people are just buying skins, like, 
what's right and wrong. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like anything could be like, well, fuck you, Capcom. You know, like, kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's just... And or then, you could do... Oh, what's up? Something would be, I mean, something kind of like meet, meet them halfway. Say, the first, let's see, four to six months, you can unlock them. And then after that, we'll just get them, we'll just unlock them for you to completely. That, something like that would be cool, but like, that, that's, that will not happen. But yeah. that would be... Nice to kind of like a, be a workaround for for certain people that don't want to complete them. Yeah, it's that's hard, dude. I w- yeah. I would want that though to, again, I would want that because sometimes it's fun. Like, or yeah. even like in Smash Brothers, there was multiple. Uh, I think it was Smash Brothers Wii U and 3DS. There was multiple ways to unlock characters. You can either play like, let's say, to get Duck Hunt. Uh, you had to play at least 80 times, 80 rounds, right? Or 80, yeah. 80 matches, or beat single player on normal with with only three lives, but not lose a life or something, right? I forgot what the way was, but then yeah, you. But here's the thing: you in Smash Brothers, you just cheese it, one stock die, so you yeah. got okay, one, two, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then go. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the right way? What's the wrong way? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, you, and you have people debating, going like, "No, everyone needs to have the characters unlock to make the online playing battlefield fair, where everyone has the same character." That's also true, yeah. You know, so like you can't, you can't, like, like. So what is it? Like, okay, if you're gonna play online, they're all unlockable online. But if you want to play them in your verses at home, but then you have that other argument of just like, "What the fuck? I ha- I can play it online, but if I want to play with my cousin or my n- little brother or my sister, I have to fucking, we have to play it to unlock it." And it's just like. I don't know, dude. Everything's just negative. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, negative. I mean, it's just a sign of the times where it's, that's not really possible to do anymore. Honestly, the easy route is just everything's unlocked. That too, yeah. It is. It is. And it sucks. I it's, just think like it'd be fun to do that because I, I, I enjoyed unlocking the characters on oh, Street Fighter 4. 100, but... 100%, dude. 100%. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like, hey, you have fun unlocking that? Hey, do you want Ken? Do you want Ken in, in a fucking tuxedo? Just fucking... See that I would I would, yeah. I would be cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even you yeah. don't have to unlock characters, but unlock uh, costumes, costumes. That would be cool. Stuff. Yeah, I just want a nice balance of stuff. You know? Yeah, I don't know. This is cool, man. I'm excited. I'm stoked. Yeah. I, I'm excited for the collection. I'm excited for Street Fighter Six. Just Capcom fix that fucking logo. Jesus. <laughs> like I get it. it. It was a way to show like, yo, this is new. This is different, yo. You know. And it's like okay, cool, but just fix that logo because it looks like shit. Our partner in crime. Our brother, our sister, whatever, was un- unable to join us today to talk about this Street Fighter Six. Bethel, in your words, to end this part, what do you think Joe would have said? Uh, I mean, I don't really think it's, it's a good time for uh, for fighting games right now. I'd say like it's kind of past. Like nobody's really playing fighting games right now. And a couple games came out already, but it's just like kind of I don't know. It doesn't something something that I'm not really into. That's what he's going to say. Yeah. Fighting games, I mean, they're kind of done now. I mean, there's nobody who wants to play them. It's not Madden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reawaken return, warrior. Wow, guys. I did not expect that whatsoever. That was insane, right? Right? Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to. I'm still fucking speechless. I. God damn. I, I can't believe Joe said that. <laughs> me, too. me neither. Uh, but you know what? I think that's uh, that's going to be it for us this week. If 
you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmod.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Drummers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Just wanna fly. I, 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 put, put your arms, arms around me, me, Joe. Put your arms around me, Joe. I just want Ooh. to fly. I get up, 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 their best album will always be their best of album. <laughs> <laughs>